0: You're listening to the Mental Detox Podcast, and I am your host, Leslie Flores. Welcome back. And today we're digging into trauma triggers. Okay, you guys, if you are Hispanic, tú entiendes cuando digo que el recordar es volver a vivir. So we have this saying, right? To remember is to live again. And I never really, like, stop to think about it because when we say that, you know, Recordar is volver a vivir. You actually, when you remember like specific memories, we actually do have all the feels of that specific memory, right? Your wedding day, the birth of your child, or just a really great memory. And you feel all the feels again, like you go through those emotions, the same emotions you had on the day that those things happened. And it's amazing because, yeah, we want to feel all the good feels. But what happens when it's the same for the bad memories, the memories that cause us pain? And when we remember, you know, certain things, we sometimes feel the same exact emotions that we felt that day. So there is a tiny part of our brain. It's called the amygdala. You might be familiar with it. And this little tiny part is specifically responsible for storing memories that cost pain. Okay, not just the happy memories. Like the amygdala has to store the memories that put you either in danger or that cost you pain in order to protect you from that thing ever happening to you again in the future. So it has a job to see the pain, to see the thread, to record the memory and to remind you that that one thing caused you pain in the past. So don't go near it. So essentially the amygdala works kind of like a smoke detector, okay? Because it alerts you. So in this case, the smoke might be a sound, a smell, a phrase, a place, a person, a song, something someone did, something that reminds you of the bad thing that happened. And even though you're not in danger in that moment, your amygdala sends a signal to the rest of your body to prepare to either fight or to flight. So you end up feeling either really anxious or you completely shut down. Because your amygdala is saying, hey, dude, there's something happening. We are in danger. We either fight or we completely shut down to protect ourselves. And the smoke detector is great. Trust me. Oh, my gosh. It's good because it alerts you that there is something in your house that needs attention because there is some smoke. Okay. let me tell you. Oh, my gosh. One time, my mom left the frijoles on the stove. And so they got really burned. And so, of course, the smoke detector was going crazy, right? But what good would it do? Because we weren't home. <laughs> so when we got home after a long day at church, oh, my gosh, the house was filled with smoke. It was so stinky. The smoke, the smell, it stayed in our clothes for days. My teachers at school were so worried about me because they said, you know, we didn't know you were smoking, <laughs> And now you're smoking every single day. (laughs) It was so chaotic. It took weeks for us to get the smell out of the house. But anyway, why am I telling you this? Because a smoke detector is great because it tells you that something is burning in the house. But the smoke detector doesn't know the difference between your frijoles burning on the stove or your house actually catching fire and burning down. It doesn't know the difference. It just knows that at the smallest, lightest sight of smoke, what does it do? It tells you to look out for danger, and essentially that's how our amygdala works too. It cannot tell the difference between an actual threatening situation and maybe just a reminder of something that caused you pain in the past. So what does it do? It either gets you ready to fight or it gets you ready to shut down completely. Why? Because you are protected if you're fighting or you're protected if you're shutting down. But your amygdala cannot be rational. It is not rational. So the smoke detector is great. However, our job is to turn off the smoke detector in order to bring our rational minds back and be able to make a decision or to act the way that we want to act without feeling overly anxious or without completely shutting down. Imagine two people, okay? Two people walking at the park. Both of them walk by the same bush of roses. Both of them smell the same exact scent. The person number one, you know, the first person to walk by loves roses, okay? Boyfriend is always bringing them by, always surprising her with flowers and roses. So at the slightest like smell of roses you know as she walks by and she smells the roses what does she do she smiles oh my gosh great memories i have an amazing boyfriend you know always giving me flowers so what does she do she loves coming back she comes back all the time because this place reminds her this place triggers good memories in her Second person walks by, recently lost her father. And so the smell of these flowers, the smell of the roses actually triggers memories of her father's funeral. So immediately she has this overwhelming sensation of sadness and grief, and she's just in a bad mood and doesn't want to go back to that park again. And doesn't even know that it's because of that scent, because of the roses, because that scent triggered a painful memory. Not because she wanted to remember it, you know, with pain, but because our amygdala, her amygdala was doing its job alerting her of that smoke because this caused pain in the past. So very like completely opposite experiences with the same trigger, the scent of the roses. So very obvious clues to the brain and our amygdala is an amazing detective okay it's amazing it stores clues that we are not even aware of it could be a scent it could be a song it could be something as simple as where that flower vase you know was placed on the day that it happened it can be you know, it was a rainy day. So every time there's rainy days, I get really depressed and I get really triggered. It can be something as you just being at the stop sign and a red truck driving by. We are not fully aware of all of the triggers of all of the traumatic memories that our brain that our amygdala stores. And at times you'll notice that you're feeling really anxious, that you're worried, you're hypervigilant. It feels that you're unsafe for no reason. So, when that's happening, it's very likely that your amygdala spotted a clue somewhere in your surroundings and it's sending you a signal for you to protect yourself. And when our smoke detector goes on, we cannot think rationally. So, what do we do? We snap at people. We are really irritable. We get really sad. We get short with people. We just get messy, we become really toxic, so we cannot be rational, we cannot be ourselves until we turn off the smoke detector. And many of us are holding very highly complex traumatic memories that we don't even recall them, but we feel them in our bodies. And that's why sometimes you know, I just get really controlling, I act like a jealous freak, and I don't even know why. Because your brain is reacting to the clues around you, trying to keep you safe. So how do we turn off the smoke detector, you guys? You know, at home, I just pull out the batteries. (laughs) I know, that's it's horrible because then I forget to put them back in. And anyway, (laughs) so how do we turn off the smoke detector? because you cannot pull the batteries out of your brain. Oh gosh, I wish we could. Oh my gosh. That would be so amazing to just have a rest. <laughs> but it doesn't work that way. So, I'm going to I'm going to share with you a secret weapon, okay, to turn off your smoke detector. Are you ready? Breathing. Yep. Deep, slow, focused breaths. It clears your head. It turns off the smoke detector. Focused breathing, meaning you pay attention to the air going in and the air coming out. It turns your smoke detector off. Okay, your brain has three parts to it the part of your forehead, which is your front brain, which is your critical thinking, decision making brain. Then you have your middle, right where your amygdala is, and that's where all the emotions get stored. That's where everything gets triggered. And then you have your bottom brain, the one that connects to your spinal cord. That one controls for your physical functions. Okay, when your amygdala sees a threat around you, guess what it does to the front brain, to your thinking brain? It shuts it off. It shuts it off and your amygdala gets behind the wheel. Your emotional brain gets behind the wheel and it's making all of your decisions emotional, irrational decisions. Your thinking brain shuts off when your amygdala is in charge. When your smoke detector is on and activating and alerting you, your thinking, your critical, your rational brain is not on. Your amygdala took charge. So we have to turn off that smoke detector. We have to calm down the amygdala and say, you know what? I got it. Thanks for alerting me, friend. I'm going to go take a look at this with a rational, clear mind. So what do I do? I focus on my breathing I take a couple of deep breaths and let them out really slowly. I bring all of my attention to my breathing. That's how I turn off the smoke detector. So the amygdala shuts down. And what do I do? I reactivate my critical my, my thinking, my rational brain so that I can look at the situation and assess the real threats and decide whether I actually need to take action to protect myself or if, you know, it was just a false alarm. Thank you, brain. Thank you, friend amygdala. But we are safe. When the amygdala senses a threat, your middle brain is in charge okay? And your frontal brain is completely disconnected. So you feel hypervigilant, you're anxious, you're stressed out, you're snapping at people. We have to engage our breathing so you can turn off your smoke detector so that you can take your power back, okay? And then as you do this and and you get really a badass at it, you begin to understand what triggers those trauma responses. Because the next time that it happens, you're like, okay, oh my gosh, yeah, it's happening. What's going on? What was happening when I started feeling that way? And so you begin to recognize your trauma triggers. And because you know how to turn up the smoke detector, you are not at the mercy of your emotions anymore. If you notice that you're so irritable today, you're snapping at everyone. You're like, okay, calm down. You know, there's something happening here because I am not that way. I'm just having a trauma response. So you start to change how you respond to different situations. My friend, you are not at the mercy of those flaws of yours, okay? If you think you're a controlling person, a jealous person, that you just have the worst uh, temper in the world, that's not who you are, my friend. That is not who you are at all. Those are your trauma responses. And by learning to turn off your smoke detector, you learn to identify what triggers those responses. And so therefore you learn how to change how you show up the next time they happen. So, I hope that you find this helpful. I'm so excited to reach out to you guys and I've been, you know, hearing from some of you online. Please reach out if you haven't done so. Come and say hi either on Facebook or Instagram. I would love to hear from you. And you know, if you have any questions about your own trauma responses or just trauma in general, I would love to hear those. And, and have those so that maybe we can do a Q&A episode at the end of this season. I would love to hear your thoughts about it. So if you have questions, please come over, reach out, send me your questions, and maybe we can do a Q&A. So let me know. So until the next time, you take care, my friend.